We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. This is how bad this slate is with the pricing. We just spent five minutes talking about goalkeepers. And it was the most informative part of the podcast. Right. Well, other than, other than to get your wallets out. Get your wallets out. Go set, go, get, go to your couch and get the, the coins and the cushions because you're going to need it in order to spend the money on the salaries this late. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining this Thursday, December 31st, New Year's Eve, by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, this is quite a way to bring 2021 in. Yeah, it seems like uh, seems like someone at DraftKings said, I want to get to my New Year's Eve party early, so let's just smash the, some numbers, and whatever happens, happens. And apparently, you're going to be paying a premium in order to play on, New- <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this before. Pricing feels a little high. A little? <laughs> a little high? <laughs> A little high. Um, so we, I tweeted this before, but like uh, we were talking about how last week, if you looked quickly at the pricing, you saw that ninety seven hundred was the most expensive player, and you were like, "Oh, pricing's kind of loose." But then it turned out that kind of everybody was was expensive. Um, ninety seven hundred is the eighth 
highest price on this slate. And then you're like, okay, well, if you didn't already look at the slate, you're like, it must be Man City against uh, some sort of youth team, uh, Liverpool against the fourth place team from um, Yugoslavia, which doesn't even exist anymore. And then, um, you know, Chelsea against um, the uh, FC Dallas Academy squad. But no, we have three. I actually think this slate could have been great, um, particularly for like ways that we play where we like these low scoring, like high floor slates. Um, but nope, they're just I, I don't even know where to go. Well, you're going to have to well, you're going to have to pay up for these floors because that's you have no other choice. You're you're at, you're actually paying up for basements too. <laughs> yeah, you're you're paying up for a range of outcomes of four points to uh, to nine points. I mean, like <laughs> like right. you're not even paying that much for for a ceiling because we have games this slate. I mean, this typically is my type of slate, mm-hmm. it's a three game slate. Obviously, three staggered start times, so that always sucks. But it's low totals. The highest total is two and a half. Okay which is the Arsenal game. Arsenal are minus 158 away favorite to West Brom with a two and a half total. Then we have Crystal Palace is a plus 101 home favorite against Sheffield, which is a two and a quarter total. And then Brighton is a marginal plus 171 favorite at home against Wolves. And that's a two total. So I'm thinking here going, okay, don't have to worry all about, about, about goals. Let me jam in my set piece takers, get some cheap fullbacks and some, you know, an attacking winger for 4K, and I'm good to go. Let people try to run me down with uh, with uh, the, the the forwards or whatever, and then I look and I go, holy crap! <laughs> like I um I I I, I I guess someone has to loan me some money in order to in order to put together a lineup. I put together a lineup before that had two minimum price defenders and the cheapest starting goalkeeper. Although I learned uh, earlier this week that I should probably just play backup goalkeepers uh, after Sam Johnstone got me minus five and a half, I think, earlier this week. Um, So I spent 5,000 total on defense, uh, whatever the cheapest goalie is, 4,200, I think. And I uh, was 9,800 over the salary cap. (laughs) <laughs> they need an extra roster slot. We have to go back to the old, old school right. rosters. Right. Somebody in Discord asked if they had moved the salary cap to 70000 which would make <laughs> more sense with this. But like you, so the most expensive player on the slate is Bukayo Saka, who is banged up, but takes set pieces for the favored team in the match with a two and a half goal total. Um, so, of course, he's 12-3. And uh, and you're like, I would never pay that. And then you just keep going down and you're like, oh, I'd never pay that for that guy or that guy or that guy. And then you just wonder, why am I playing this league? Well, I mean, I understand that they do dynamic pricing sometimes because we don't got Man City. We don't got Liverpool. We don't got Chelsea. We don't. So, I mean, you have to make it in comparison to a $50,000 mm-hmm. salary. But even then, like, even then you can't even build a lineup. I mean, we get we. We take a look at the forward position. Normally, normally 10K and above or not. I've, I've on my screen. I'm on the desktop. Normally within one screen, which is like maybe 12 players or mm-hmm. so, I could go from the top to like maybe a 7K player. 
and like, no, I'm going out to 9,200. Like 92, I, I can't even see the $9,000 guy. Christian Benteke is 8,800. Uh, and I'm going, wow, that, that, that may actually be a deal on this slate. Uh, yeah, it, like this, this, to me, the slate is just is grossly mispriced. Um, did you ever think you'd see the day where the dinky do was an $8,800 forward and an $8,600 forward? <laughs> Uh, you're, you're almost forced to pay up at forward because there's no, there's no, you have to. You're I mean, forced like, to pay up everywhere. That's the problem. Right. Actually. But I think, I think we could go through this and, and think in, think in, in, in relation to one another. So we can't go and go, well, I can't pay that much for that guy. Well, I mean, if you're playing the slate, you're going to have to pay, you're going to pay something for something someone. Something for someone. So, yeah. right. So it's all going to be in relation to one another. So at forward, we got one, two, three, four, five. We got we got seven players that are 10K or above. Saka and Obama Yang for Arsenal. We got Pascal Gross at 11-3, which, as you state, he'll get there no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedro Neto, 10-7 for Wolves. And then we got three Crystal Palace players. Three Crystal Palace players are 10K and above. Zaha at 12K, Townsend at 11K, and Easy E at 10-3. Oh, also understand, since they played midweek, that we may see rotation. So mm-hmm. so some of these guys may not be in. You know, Gross may not start. Uh, uh, Townsend may not start. It may be someone else, you know. But even then, you go down to those, you know, it, it doesn't help you any, really, no matter what happens. So in this top range, I mean, we could everyone's in the top range. To me, on this slate, I think in relation to the other teams, Arsenal, outside of maybe Saka, is slightly underpriced, but they're not underpriced. So, like, they're the biggest favorite, but I don't consider them underpriced. But I think, uh, oh, Jesus, it, uh, maybe Wolves are underpriced or probably not also i it's this the slate is nobody's underpriced nobody's nobody's even, even really in relation under- like i think i think gross might be the best play up here if he starts oddly enough i mean also you, you, like you're not playing zaha no 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 i, I i'm okay Let, let's just get it at at a at a at Get the elephant out of the room. You're not playing these Crystal Palace players at these prices. Unless there's only one. You're not even one. playing Easy e at 10-3. You wouldn't... Get out of here. Ten, you wouldn't do it if there was no... Like if he had mon- a Monopoly? Oh, but it would have to be a clear Monopoly. Basically, no Townsend, no Milivojevic, no Van Anholt. It would have to be basically him. You look on the field and you go, no McCarthy, no... no I have no... There's no one on this... There's no one on this pitch... That has ever taken a free kick in the history of Crystal Palace. Like, yes, okay, then I get it. See, even Pascal Gross, if Solly March is out there also, like, then then that splits that up. And then yeah. you got Saka and whether or not Willian's going to be back. And then you don't know that because it's the 3 o'clock game. So if you plug in Willian into your lineup and he doesn't start, like, you're just sitting there and, uh-oh, like, you, you screwed because there's, there's no one to switch to. Right. right, you end bang, up bang. with a with a West Brom forward and right. five thousand on the table. on the table. Right, of course. Right. So, like, I don't even know if you could do that. So, like, in 
if anything, if you're planning on possibly playing Willian or Pepe or something like that, you just plug in Obama Yang. Yeah. And then you decide to go and you leave another spot and you go with goalkeeper up and down. Or you just leave money on the table. It doesn't matter at this point. Everyone's overpriced. You did, leaving 800 Why not leave 800 on the table? Who right. cares? On, right? on, a slate, on a slate where you need uh, 80000 in salary, we're like, leave 1000 on the table. Who cares? Well, if, but that's, the, that, but that's what you have to do if you're going to play yeah. the Arsenal players, right? I mean, they're, they're in the late game. It's not like these are three games that start at the same time. Mm-hmm. It would make it so much easier at least then. But now you don't. You get the Crystal Palace game first, then the Wolves-Brighton game. So so what the hell do you do? If, I mean, I think there, there there's more likely to be midfield, and I'm using this in, in quotes, value, quote-unquote, uh, than there is at forward and defender. There, there are definitely values there. Um, before we get there, do you think because they'll have showdowns for all of these. Do you think these are the showdown prices? <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if they were. Like if they open the showdown slates and these are the prices. It makes it it actually makes sense. Right. Yeah. Like a few it's people pointed that out on Twitter and right, I was like, "Oh, that's one. funny." And then I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute. These actually might be them." You you know, you know what that's that's just similar to what I said last week with the two slates. Mm-hmm. When they split it apart, it seems like they did the prices and then they split the slates apart. Yeah, this would make if I if I just went to Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace Sheffield, I would say that yeah, I would say that these are like showdown prices. Maybe, I mean, maybe yeah, some of these fullbacks probably should have been on showdown would be maybe a thousand dollars more. Maybe I mean not these. These guys are terrible. Maybe Van Anholt. Right. But even he hasn't been that great, like good enough to. No, I think he's probably priced appropriately. I think we think he should be better because we've played him when he was better. Anyway. Yeah, but you're right. If I just click on the individual games, it almost feels like I'm playing showdown. Right. Yep. But we're not playing a classic. No, right. You're not. It you're actually not. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't matter. Who cares? But but most likely at forward, I'm paying up because where else? I mean, you have Carlin Grant if he starts is all the way at the bottom, as the biggest underdog with no floor, and I'd ra- I'd rather play I'd rather play a center back than him than fill a forward spot with him. Yeah, I mean, for how how crazy the prices were at the top, I actually went right to the bottom, and I was like, who can I get away with down here? Um, Jahan Bosch at 3,900, I considered. He played midweek as a um, wingback and was horrific. No, he played as a center forward, I thought. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Either way, he was horrific. I don't expect him to start this game. Like, I'm I'm looking down and going, why is David McGoldrick 7,500? Like, this is just ridiculous. That's why you you almost have to pay up. You almost have to. You're going to be playing. To to me, the guy guy that, that looks the best... For the price is is Adama Traore at eighty three hundred. Better hope he starts. Was the second game, and then uh, worst case scenario, I play Potence. Right. Yeah, you can do that. Right. I mean, it's not like Potence has a floor, but I mean, no one. I mean, this is ridiculous. Um. But I mean, how how are you paying? What are you going to do? Gross, gross netto. 
I don't think you can play two of them. <laughs> I don't think you barely play one of them. <laughs> there are cheap midfielders, though. Right. And, I mean, we'll get to them, but, like, the the f- realistic outcomes of the bottom midfielders to the mid range midfielders, because <laughs> you're definitely not getting an expensive midfielder, is small enough that, like, you should just go down. Like, we say that about right, defenders a lot. On right, but I think... Don't have like the high expensive fullbacks. midfielders that you'll pay for. There's two of them, and I, they're both overpriced. Like way. I mean, of course they are. <laughs> right. Of course they. I mean, they're overpriced. So right. I'd rather fill the forward spots with the overpriced players and the midfield spots with the overpriced players. Yeah, I think one guy that I think you can play, and we get it in the first game, is Jordan Ayew if he starts because of all the rotation. That's right. Fifty four hundred. Oh, oh. Then you start. Sigh of relief. Oh, we only get to play a four-point floor player for 5,400 in the mm-hmm. forward spot. Thank God. Like, I, like, strangely, he is appropriately priced. Right. Do, do you think that, uh, like, Fabio Silva starts up top for the Wolves? He could. He had, I mean, right. he's been but, I mean, they, he would have no floor either. I mean, that would— None. I mean, right. So to, what does it matter? He may have a Connolly. I mean, we may see some rotation, and maybe we talk about this late as everyone's overpriced. And then Saturday comes around and you see heavy rotation and half of these guys aren't even in. Yeah, there was pretty significant rotation like midweek. So I'm just saying I'm I'm looking yeah, for I mean, it's possible. any way I can. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Ninety five hundred for Trossard. I mean, what what's going on? Did they think we got our stimulus checks already? I don't think ninety five hundred is that bad if there's no March or it's not that bad, right? You have to like put it. It's bad even if that's the case, but in relation to the other players, right. it's not that bad. Right. Like, I think you play Pepe at 82. It's a late game, of course. God, these are so bad. Right. The Arsenal, I wish the Arsenal game was the first game. Right. Right. Then I'd be able to, I'd be able to manage this better. It, it is odd that like all of the floor player floor forwards we always look for are on this slate, and we're like you can't play any of them. Well, well because they're right, you, you can't play any right because I mean you can, but you're, yes, you you're can. paying you're paying. I mean you're paying if you want that eight to ten point floor, you're paying eleven k for it on a slate that could have two goals on it. Right, which hey that may be optimal. Mm-hmm. And it's like that has two goals on it total. If you can get 10 points out of every one of your spots on average, you're good. Right. Just Then it, who cares? The winning GPP score of the slate could be 72. I mm-hmm. mean, come on. I mean, it's it's possible. At midfield, though, the two, the two guys to pay up for, quote-unquote, would be March and Pereira, right? I mean, they are the guys to do it. Right, but, but, but like, is it worth doing? No. There's no way you pay 9300 for Pereira. Yeah, is the primary set-piece taker on the biggest underdog. Right, on the biggest, right. Right. Solly March will, if Gross is not in, will be the primary set-piece taker playing as a wing-back in a pick'em type of game. And he's 9900 In comparison to the, if March was forward-eligible, I'd play him. If Pereira was forward-eligible, I'd play him, but... Midfield. I mean, if you're going to save money anywhere, it's going to be in the midfield because there's no, there's no forwards to pay down. 
But it's like you you could just skip at least half of the midfielders. Like you're like, oh, all right, so Prayer doesn't start. Maybe Krovinovic starts. So like you're not going to pay seventy three hundred for Krovinovic. You're not going to pay sixty two hundred. Seven hundred for McAllister. Right. You're not going to pay sixty two for Ceballos. Like Matinho at fifty eight. I can't believe I'm saying it, but like, why not? Matina, the difference now with Matino though is that he's playing much deeper in open play, and it's much more of a share of set pieces, right? Because him and Neto will will split them. Yep. But at fifty eight hundred on this slate, it seems like I'm getting a bargain. Right. But the problem is, is that you'll go like, all right, I'll play him, and then you'll say like, maybe I can get away with Milivojevic or Matt Phillips, and then you're like, these guys are cheap. And then you finish your lineup and you're like, oh, I still need $8,000. Like even these guys aren't cheap enough. Right. Like Fleck is okay at 5,400. Dingana at 4,100. I think, and I really never thought I'd ever say this again. I think Xhaka might be okay at 3,800. He's fine. And then you got Ben Osborne, 3,300. Yep. That's what I said. These midfields, Ampadu, mm-hmm. thirty-two hundred. They they kind of split Osborne and Ampadu. It depends on or Norwood. I was going to say Norwood at forty-six Norwood. is right. a, is fine. I'd play him at forty-six hundred. Right. But these are the values. These are the quote values of the slate. But they're in mid. But they're in your midfield spots. Yep. So that's why. Yeah, you may be overpaying it forward, but. What else are you going to do? I'm just not sure that there are even two that I want to play. I'm not even sure if I want to play the slate anymore. Right. <laughs> I am. The good news is is getting us ready for showdown. Right, is this is this some type of some type of prison experiment? Do you pay sixty eight hundred for Kieran Tierney? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> what are we doing? That's only he's the most expensive. That it's only because Lamptey is out and he's seventy two hundred. He's TAA. Sixty eight hundred. Sixty eight hundred. Are you nuts? Oh, but you could also pay for the underdog fullback uh, Furlong for sixty one hundred. Mm-hmm. Right, because he's obviously going to be getting forward a lot, being the on the biggest underdog. Right. It makes, it, is, makes, it makes Bellerman, uh, Beller Bellerin at 4,600 almost feel like a deal. Furlong, like we t- have had played Furlong previously. Like he crossed some and um, his last four games crosses one, zero, five, and one. And the five came at Liverpool. But he's, and he's 6,100. Um, I don't. I think it's perfectly fine to just go all the way to the bottom and play two starters. Like, yeah. if you want to play Semi Ajayi well, no, at 2,500. If Max Lowe gets in, sure. He, he rotates in, he's 2,500. There sure. you go. He's an actual, like, wing back. You play yeah. the corpse of Branislav Ivanovic. Yeah. Who, for whatever reason, had to come in for Matt Phillips last game. I, I don't know how that. That substitution happens, but it happened. Yeah, I think 
if you want to spend five thousand dollars on two defenders, I think that might end up being optimal. And one of those defenders, if I know he got scratched the last game, screw it, you just take Tyrion Gibbs. How much is he now? Ninety-five thousand. Oh, oh, twenty-seven. No, I don't. Two hundred too expensive. No thanks. If it was mint price, you'd do it. No, I don't know. I probably wouldn't even do it. Right. This is one of those things where I now have to like stay on brand enough that if he like becomes a fantastic player, and I just have to just be like, no, I'll never play him again. Right. You'll take you'll take Johnny, who's out, before you play him. Yeah. Exactly. I just don't see like anyone between the twenty five hundred dollar guys and fifty one hundred. They're all the same. Like from Semedo down. Semedo, I think, is fine. Um and anyone in between them and yeah, the min price guys are there's no reason to Right. There's like a one point floor difference. That's it. That's it. That's all it so why not save the 2000 There could be a one-point ceiling difference. That's absolutely correct also. So that's why you should just go all the way down so that you can pay uh, $24,000 for Pascal Gross and Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> but like, I mean, we talk about how like you don't, necessarily have to prioritize defenders on certain slates this is one of them actually let me rephrase that i think you prioritize the cheap the cheapest ones possible okay i just don't see any benefit to the guys who are more expensive other than lineup differentiation and even then i'm not sure that's important uh, our, uh, uh, we're paying up for a goalkeeper, right? right obviously. <laughs> we have the money, obviously. <laughs> Pay up a goalkeeper. How is that going to happen? Um, I think Rams. I think Ramsdale is going to be the most popular goalkeeper. Uh, he's sure. only three hundred more than John Stone, and if you're paying those Crystal, if if all those guys are in, I'm not playing anyone in Crystal Palace. Yep. I was wrong. John Stone wasn't minus five and a half. It was minus 5.8. <laughs> well, that was the only way I won cash games last night. Because I didn't play John Stone. I lost cash games because of it. Right. Well, that that was the... Di- I mean, really, the cash <clears throat> last late was the difference of goalkeeper. The Every goalkeeper on the slate, other than John Stone, either got a clean sheet or only gave up one goal. Right. And he gave up five and made zero saves. Oh, right. two saves. My apologies. The breaks when you play those min price goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. That could happen. Um, I'll be honest. I I thought Leno might be eight thousand. <laughs> I'm this is not even not even kidding. Like I really was like the prices are all so off that clearly the goalkeeper pricing must be really off too. But fifty six hundred. Um, Seems right even for showdown, like because like Arsenal's not that big of a favorite, um, so. I, but yeah, I was actually I was surprised that they got at least the most important position correctly. Right, right. The thing that matters the least, they got the no, no, no. They got that correct. Matters the most. Oh, it, yeah, it matters the most, but it you can't predict, so it doesn't even yeah. matter. Right. 
Like, I, I love the way that you always put that. Like, goalkeeper, uh, choose whoever you want. Just understand it's the most important decision. It's the most. It's the least important decision, but it's the most impactful on your exactly. Life. I had somebody ask me the other day why I played Johnstone, and I think it was after the slate. Uh, and they were like, "So how do you how do you pick goalkeeper?" And I was like, uh, I, "I just take the one that fit." Um, that's it. And they were like, "But like, did you think that he had a good?" And I'm like, "I didn't think anything. Right. I thought I have 4,200 left, and he fit, and I wasn't gonna like change the rest of my lineup." For a goalie, I had one, I had a two v two earlier that um, allowed me to pay up for Ramsdale, who also didn't win, but at least didn't get. What did he end up with? Two, so seven, three. So he had eight eight points better than the guy I picked, almost nine. Um, but they were like, but but you had to have thought that. They, and I'm like, no, there was no thought. There was no. And they were thought. like, but but it's like an important position. I'm like, yeah, really important. Clearly, I just got blasted because my guy had minus five point eight. And they're like, I, why don't you think about it more? I'm like, <laughs> what does there, there think there's, about? There's no, there's no, there's no EV there. I mean, the, you're never going to be able to tell. It's the same thing this past NFL slate. It's like, uh, who fit in my who fit in my defense in my defense? Texans, one hundred dollars cheaper was the Panthers. Yep. Texans minus four. Panthers twenty one. Twenty one. That yeah. was a twenty five point <laughs> decision, but. If you you can't predict, there's no predictability. There's yeah. all, it's an entire variance fest there. So that that's that's the thing. If you're new, I don't know why you'd be new. If you're new to the podcast, if you're new to DFS soccer, the goalkeeper position is, woo! I mean, <laughs> the 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 cheapest goalkeeper could could give up three goals and be the highest scoring goalkeeper, mm-hmm. right? And the high priced goalkeeper could give up one goal and be the lowest scoring goalkeeper. Yeah, well, so I was thinking of like trying to write about like why why it's so difficult to project goalkeeper pri- or outcomes. And it's not that wasn't even really the point of the article. It was more just trying to show people like these are the actual range of outcomes. Like this is what has happened with goalie throughout the season. Um and then comparing them to the other positions. But the problem is um, so if you look at the top forwards on a slate, let's just say it's a relatively normal slate and the top ones are around 25 and the last, the, but the problem is the bottom ones are at like two. So that's a goalkeeper range, right? Like a goalkeeper could have 25. Of, of course, goalkeepers go to minus 5.8. Like you're not, you cannot be an outfield player and get that score unless you commit like four fouls and get sent off in five minutes. Like it just, it cannot happen. So it can happen, but it's just almost statistically impossible to happen. The problem is that you have potentially 20 forwards that make up that group, whereas there are only eight uh, goalkeepers that do it. So like the variance even per player is so much higher because they you need eight players to get this range instead of 20. And I'm like, I'm just going to get angry writing about this. And so let me just plug in John Stone and we'll see what happens. <laughs> Right. I mean, but that's goalkeeper. That's I mean, that's that is what it is. Mm-hmm. But also it's much easier to project shots and goals for forwards than it is to project saves for goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. Because like there could be, oh, you're facing a team that's taking a lot of shots. But if it's off target, you don't the goalkeeper doesn't get any points for that. Right. Right. So it's like, how do you project shots on target? Like, but even like I you mean, could look. 
You were saying that like the most expensive keeper, you know, they give up one goal and they're the lowest scoring one. It's like, and it happens on a penalty. So like the only shot they give up an entire game is a penalty. It goes in. So now he's at minus two because he doesn't make the save. And like you're dead, 5,800 and you're dead. Right, the, you're, you're pay, the, the reason you pay up at goalkeepers for winning clean sheet equity. Mm-hmm. And the reason you pay down at goalkeeper is for save upside. But the confluence of those two things in one slate could be, who, who knows? Who knows? Over the course, if you plotted goalkeeper scoring over the course of a very large sample size, the prices are, are efficient. Yes. Because the higher price goalkeepers will get the winning clean sheet more often than... But if they don't get the winning clean sheet... They're, the 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 high price goalkeepers are typically not going to score six, eight. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to score that because it's very rare that that they give up a goal and then also have five or six saves because they're typically in the favored position. So when the underdog team scores, they bunker and the goalkeeper doesn't see any shots anymore. Right. So you're paying for the well. If it's a winning clean sheet, he'll have 10, 12, 14 maybe. Something like that. Very rarely twenty-two, right? But the low and the and the low price goalkeepers are the ones that rarely see, rarely have twelve or fourteen, right? Occasionally they'll have twenty-six because they have a win clean sheet and eighteen. You know, like right. the underdog team just is able to hold them out. But a lot of times they give up two goals, have five saves, right? They end up with six points, and it's like, well. That's, you know, that's it. That's all you need. Right. If you did did projections on goalkeepers, you'll see that the highest rejected goalkeeper will have seven and a half and the lowest rejected goalkeeper have a median of four and a half. Mm -hmm. And like that's like and that would be accurate. It's just in the course of one slate. The same thing for defense and NFL for touchdowns. Right. Right. The higher price defenses, if you plotted it on a line over the course of thousands of games. That they're worth it just on the variance of one slate is who knows yeah it's also a significant like at least a 2v2 like if you're paying up for a goalkeeper then you obviously have to pay down somewhere else because that's what happens when you pay up at a position i think the worst part is that paying up like if you go into a slate and you're like i'm paying up for goalkeeper because i know this is a win clean i'm so confident in it. you're like i'm locking in 12 and i'm like why am I only locking in 12? I'll just play Pascal Gross. Who cares? Right, right. This is how bad this slate is with the pricing. We just spent five minutes talking about goalkeepers. And it was the most informative part of the podcast, I think. Right. Well, other than other than to get your wallets out, get your wallets out. Go, say, go, get, go to your couch and get the, the coins and the cushions because you're going to need it in order to spend the money on the, the salaries this slate. Uh, we also had that entire conversation. We're like, oh, by the way, play whoever you want. Oh, yeah. Yeah, play whoever you want. On goalkeeper, at least. All right. Anybody has any follow for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender H-E. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. Thank you to our sponsor, So Rare, for sponsoring this podcast. So Rare is a global fantasy football game where you can collect and scout officially licensed cards of football players. You can compose your teams with your cards and play in weekly tournaments. If you're a skilled manager and ranked well, you can win money and additional cards. SoRare is partnered with over 100 clubs worldwide, including Paris Saint-Germain, Juventus, and Bayern Munich. Also recently added Real Madrid. Visit SoRare.com, that's S-O-R-A-R-E.com, to sign up or use the link in our episode description to receive 10 free cards. Jordan, thank you for all that. 
Happy New Year, and good luck on set. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.